Hello, 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 and welcome to the Rabbit Hole Heroines. My name is Jessica, the Big Weird Mom. And I'm Jess, Crazy Mother Runner. <laughs> well, we apologize for the delay here. We've had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we are ready to go. And it looks like uh, we've got some viewers too. <laughs> My fault. So it's okay. Yeah. We're 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 forgiving here. We're very yes. well laid back on this podcast. So <laughs> we have two uh, very special guests today. I'm so very excited for our Pride episode. We have Muscles and Nursing, and we have Jamie Grayson here with us. Um, we are going to get into some really fun uh, rabbit holes today. I think <laughs> we're going to get into something. Based on we're gonna get yeah, just based on the conversations we were having before the show, it should be fun time. Um, so yeah. for those of you who uh, don't follow Jamie and um, and Muscles and Nursing, can you guys give us a little intro? Um, what brought you to TikTok? What brought you to social media? Jamie's got kind of a fun little story. So um, let's go ahead and start with you. Oh, fair. Um, so I um, work in the baby gear industry. Uh, for those of you who don't follow me or like whatever. Uh, but my background <laughs> is theater. I was on tour with musicals for years. Um, and I still no. do that every now and then. But I took like a survival <laughs> gig, um, you know, at a baby store. And it kind of turned into this. And I've been, you know, running my own company for 11 years now. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and so normally I, normally I travel all over the world doing speaking gigs on like Mm-hmm. car suits and breast pumps and crap like that um but covid hit so everything is digital um and virtual mm-hmm. now which is a lot um but mm-hmm. yeah i slowly started playing on social media and like back in the day you know i was i was one of like the first brands to get on facebook because pages first started back when i lost my job mm-hmm. um Aww. so it's just been kind of a wild ride tiktok mm-hmm. is still pretty new to me, I'm still figuring it out because I am old. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's fun. It's it's a fun little weird world, and like yeah, you know, I've kind of it, it, it's social media. It is what it is. Yeah, you know? like well, yeah, and, and what media, exactly. what like got you into the kind of social act social media activism part of it? So um, the way that we connected was mm-hmm. the taking care of babies incident. Yeah. Um, so like what, what pulled you towards that, that Um, social media? I think being a little bit more vocal on social, like I've always, well, someone disappeared. He said, not today. (laughs) Um, I, I have, I mean, I grew up in the South, like, you know, and I'm fully gay and like came out when I was 21. Uh Um, and amateur. I, well, (laughs) you know, um, but I look, I look at this as like, I have this platform and, you know, people have reached out to me who have, you know, queer children and, you know, queer parents, obviously, but it's, if I I have this weird platform that I have obviously for work, but if I didn't Mm -hmm. use it for things that matter, like what the hell is it even for, to be honest, Mm -hmm. like anybody, anybody can go start an Instagram account who, who cares, but I have a very engaged and very um, intelligent audience and they're funny like thank god um (laughs) but i i think the activism component it really hit when trump was elected and you know i've always been vocal always been vocal but i had to Mm -hmm. like go into overdrive the past like five Mm -hmm. years you know and yeah you know it it directly affected me and people i care about Mm 
Yeah. And I was like, no, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Like I can't be yeah. quiet. And it, it did all really come to a head with TCB. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was an awful few weeks. Like to be right. mentioned on Breitbart is not good. <laughs> yeah. So oh. I, oh Whoa. no, I was all, it was all over the place. And like, Are you, you know, of course people automatically, you know, they come for me because I'm right. gay and they automatically equate that with being do. a pedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, my geez. inbox. I'm too familiar with that. Yeah. Yep, my inbox was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages calling me all kinds of things. And it was not fun. So, yeah, it was, it's been great. And it's like, it's, yeah. Well, so for those of you who don't know, Taking Care of Babies is um, she she's a sleep coach, I guess, um, would be the best way to. to she, so she, took she, the, she took the Ferber method and repurposed it. Right. And right, sells it to yeah. parents. Yeah, so she sells an online course. She does in person too, but she she sells an online course to like basically sleep train your babies. And you know, she never really was political at all. Um, you know, I I feel like um, you know, I just kind of assumed that she was liberal because you know she's got a bunch of kids. I think her husband is brown. Maybe I'm, I I can't even remember. Um, like he's you know he's Asian. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. And so I just kind of assumed that, you know, if you're taking care of kids, you know, like that, that you would be more on the liberal side. And then it came out that mm-hmm. she um, had mm-hmm. donated to Trump like a massive mm-hmm. amount. And, it, and somebody it, yep. said to me, like, Jess, you got to check this out, what Jamie Grayson's doing. And I put it on TikTok um, and, you know, it went crazy on TikTok, too. So, um, you know, people, she's kind of fallen off the map, thankfully. I, right. She hasn't. Um, oh, no, but she, she nope. she's still huge. The bad ones never fall off um, the map. We're all too I think, familiar I, with that. You know, that. one of one of my biggest problems with that whole situation was her complete lack of an apology. Obviously, I didn't expect right. one, but it was all in her stories, and stories disappear. It's nothing concrete. Yeah. And right. people, you know, her apology was like, "I donated this, 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 this amount." No, if you know how to use the FEC website, you can see that she and her husband donated even after he lost. Right. After Weekly. he lost the election, they were still donating to him. She checked. She didn't Weekly. uncheck that button, yeah. did she? Oh, yeah. Did she, no. did she uncheck the button? Did you every damn time? <laughs> can we tell you that that is the biggest F you moment for like, I, you got to give it credit to that little snake. Like, you got you to give him credit for that one. <laughs> he was Sorry. wise. I, for grifting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Muscles and Nursing, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and and where we can find you as well? So, um, my I am on obviously on I'm on Instagram and TikTok under the same name. Um, I, uh, I I try and um, I try and stay away from giving out my real name only because um, I can get a little spicy with what I do. Um, I, oh, same. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Um, and it gets. <laughs> It's really bad. And honestly, I joined TikTok. So I joined TikTok, uh, I would say, in February, I think February, March. But I'm just a petty bitch. Uh, and, uh, you know, and we love um, your petty bitchness. I'm, 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 a, I'm petty. Um, so you all, people also know me as the dictator of the house of petty. Um, yes. and, and there are certain times that um, people will say something stupid and I need to address it. Um, and one of the biggest things, coming as a nurse working through this pandemic um i 
having tragedy on a biblical scale. And there needed to be a release mm-hmm. for me. And um, and I was like, you know, well, this TikTok is really cool. And before I would just, you know, scroll through it. Um, and then I felt like I needed to say something um, if I was going to be quiet. My first TikTok that I ever made was... Um, was calling to task the American Board of uh, the American Nurses Association governing boards. Um, as you know, as my brothers and sisters are dying in healthcare, they stayed silent. They didn't. They didn't. You know, they didn't reprimand the governors. They didn't reprimand. Um, they didn't. They didn't reprimand any any state legislator. Not the president. Not Trump. They all knew what was going on. They're all nurses. Why are you being mm-hmm. quiet about this? And if you have a position of authority, you need to speak out. Because everybody's perfectly clear. Every communication that the Board of Nursing from every state is signed by their governor. So if you are in Florida and you are the direct, you are president of their Board of Nursing, then that means you are enforcing what he is doing in Florida. Like we have, we have an oath that we will do no harm. So I came out and said something. I had no idea. First TikTok I ever made went viral, right? <laughs> no idea. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then slowly I just started, and slowly I started, um, I started like making more and more TikToks and I have a, I don't, I wouldn't say I have a niche, but I definitely fight um, vaccine misinformation and health misinformation and COVID misinformation. Mm -hmm. Um, I also advocate for um, the, uh, you know, LGBTQIA plus community as well. And I also hold it to task. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you were, Jamie, you were saying um, my coming out story is I was 14 (laughs) in a backwoods redneck high school. And some guy called me, wow. a, the, the F called me, a, called me, he called me a faggot. And I looked at it, I looked at it and I said, yeah. <laughs> oh, first openly Your gay point? kid. First openly gay kid in all of my high school. I mean, I'm ballsy. Wow. You know, I, I'm ballsy. I, I, had, I had a really traumatic childhood. I'm not going to go into it, but like I'm ballsy. Um, so nothing scares me. And um, so, after, you know, that was my coming out story. Coming out to TikTok, sorry, I diverted there. And then as I started growing and growing my followers, I noticed um, there's there's a lot of hate on the internet. And so I, I turned from hate just, to pet. You know what I mean? Like, I always try and walk that fine line of just being like straight out rude. Because I'm not going to, to be fair though, there are times I will body shame somebody. And let me explain to you, let me explain this, okay? In the internet, in social media, when it comes to trolling, because my generation invented trolling okay mm-hmm. from AOL <laughs> yeah. chat rooms to oh yeah um, you know, baron chat in the world Amen. of warcraft yep. to evercrack to all of those things we invented trolling okay so so i've got the handle on it but there are rules of engagement when it comes to certain things and there are so many times that some there are rules of engagement okay and when you put your stuff out there you've now set the table and i have rules that i will follow but there are so many times that men will come after women um that are that's just awful you know what i mean and at that point then the gloves are off because you've now changed the rules of engagement and unfortunately as we get more and more like closer to fall um which is terrifying i'm sure we'll get it later um but um as we get closer to that i'm seeing it more and more often you know that guy came back Um, i I don't remember carl ryan yeah carl 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 ryan yeah The, the very fact that he could say that a social media platform, um, and we'll go into it, on, it's a trigger warning kind of thing. Um, but anyways, I notice those things, and I love politics. Um, I, I, I've always loved 
politics. Um, I volunteered for Hillary. I wanted Hillary to hate me. Um, I, I, I really do. And I, I, I wanted Hillary. I know we got Bernie fans everywhere, but I wanted Hillary <laughs> just because I needed, I, I, I really wanted somebody capable in there. And I saw what Donald Trump would do. And I was like, holy shit, this is, we're in a lot yeah. of trouble. Yeah. So, all right. But that's, that's my story. That's my story. I, I don't know how I'm nice. so big on social media. So. <laughs> well, as someone, someone who was raised by gay nurses, I can say that it, they're all very, you know, you're very love for, lovable and charismatic. And of course you have a million for 250,000 followers. Like, of course you do. Like, why wouldn't you? I have <laughs> I, I, no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, my main question for you, I think, is, um, you know, I, as someone in the gay community myself, I have seen throughout this pandemic just like kind of some problematic behavior from a lot of people it's not in problematic, the community. Problematic. It's not, sorry. Go, it, I didn't no, no, it's fine. I just, what are your thoughts Trigger. on it? Um, Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not problematic. It's downright disgusting and uh, disgusting yeah. and shameful. It is absolutely yeah. shameful. Um, yeah. As a gay community, we went through a pandemic. We went through it. We went through the fucking AIDS crisis. Right. And you're going to sit right. there and bitch about how you can't go to like the Poconos or that right. everything's closed down because you can't go to a bathhouse. You are right. shaming our community. Like we have a responsibility mm -hmm. to lead the way. We have the money, the power, the prestige, the political power. And we sat and we we were mad because we couldn't go to a bar, you know? Right. And now oh, no, we can't go to the pines. Right. Exactly. If you're willing you to, to woods, if, you know? Yeah. If you're willing yeah. to take a pill every day to not contract a virus from a pandemic that the community has already gone through, but you can't, you know, make X, Y, Z sacrifices for the entire world. Like yeah. where, where we did we go out. wrong here? <laughs> We had the groundwork to be able to, to, to reach out into urban areas and those kind of things, to reach out into, you know, lower, like, we, we have already gentrified the fucking cities. Get your ass out there and start helping people, yeah. you know, yeah. and, 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 you know, get, the, get that information out. But no, we just sat there and were mad that we couldn't have brunch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're seeing it now, but we're seeing the fruits of our, in, of our inaction. Because if you look on social media, when they talk about the vaccine passport and, you know, which is completely allowed under HIPAA, okay? Because HIPAA yeah. is only for medical professionals, okay? Period. <laughs> like that, that is it. Um, people are saying, well, are, are you HIV positive? See, if we had started at the beginning of this pandemic, we would have been able to stop that. But we didn't. We sat and we were silent. Um, and that's that's one that's a big thing for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't apologize. That's no. what we're here to talk about. Uh, Jamie, you're an Instagram guy. What are your thoughts on it? Seeing all the Instagram, I mean, there was the whole account like gays over COVID, you know, right. and it was just people like out partying and doing whatever. And it's much like mm -hmm. you said. It's like we have gone through this. Like I'm, I am quite literally like maybe six or seven years removed. From the right. generation that dealt with that mm -hmm. dealt with the beginning of the AIDS yeah. crisis, right. and mm -hmm. we could have all led by example and just calmed the fuck yep. down and did our job. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. you know, when you have all these people going out and partying and doing whatever and all this crap, it's just like y'all. Yeah. Like, did you learn nothing? Right. 
No. <laughs> not only that, not only that, I, I would I would hazard to say because because it's, uh, like the gay community, we we don't um, we don't have these things called children. Okay, they're accessory. Well, I don't know if you have any, Jamie, but I don't have. No. Any. Um, <laughs> but, um, I don't. I don't. I don't. I I never shop for one. Um, I see them on sale in the magazine every once in a while. You know, I like to browse, but I'm not buying. I I'm not doing, you know, the rent for 30 days, send back if you don't like it. Because um, you can't do that. That's not an option with kids. Um, <laughs> no, there are, there are influencers who have sent her children back. Maya. Yeah, me, Mila, whatever her name is. No, Maya Stoffer. Yes. Okay, that's a whole other show. That's a whole as a gay thing. myself? That's you don't need to get into it. Show. Oh no, my I, as a gaby myself, as queer spawn, I need to speak to that person because, <laughs> like, yeah. that that's that is a whole poor baby Huxley. That was a fucking yeah. shit show. Yeah, that was a whole. Well, other, I was a foster yeah. kid. Like, I was a foster kid. I was in nine different uh, foster homes and eight different group homes. You know what I mean? So oh, that's wow. awful. Um, yeah. yeah. That wow. She said. Anyways, we have mm -hmm. disposable income as gay men. Okay, we don't have children. So there's a right. lot more disposable income available. Mm -hmm. We could travel everywhere, and that's what we were doing. I guarantee you, if we if we traced it back, we could we could contract trace us as gay men, you know, in the gay community, the rainbow community. We could trace spread, and how mm -hmm. how disrespectful? Because I mean, now we could have been better than the Christians. Did you think about that for mm -hmm. a minute? Did you think about that for a minute? We could have been better <laughs> yeah. than the people who said, love your fellow man. Well, now they say, you know, now they say, you know, let them die of COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying we could have been better. Um, yeah. You know, the whole gay pride month, shouldn't we shouldn't have a month. We could have been better than that, but we didn't. So. Yeah. I have yeah. a question kind of in relation to that, because I know that's something that we've We've both, me and Muscle Understand, both have dressed. I haven't used the terminology because I don't feel, because I'm more of an ally than a member, but... Um, but baby gays, do you feel like the baby gays who have not experienced a lot of the turmoil that the pride community, the LGBTQ plus community has experienced, you know, in the 90s and 80s, mm -hmm. have no respect for yeah. like, I'm blown away. I hate to say this, but I'm always blown away when I see very openly gay people supporting Donald Trump. And we know, right. you know, the infamous Christian Walker. We know there's other people. Um, but it just, but it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie has stories. things to say. Okay, Jamie. Go. Yeah. One of the infamous gays who supports Trump, Brian Cloudus, mm -hmm. um, he was taking pictures with the QAnon shaman. He's now running for um, office in Florida. I was on tour with him with Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. We oh dated at the beginning of the tour. And then I realized Jamie. something was wrong. So when all over the internet you see him like as this Trump supporter and like MAGA, 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 MAGA. And then all these uh, stories came out. He used to run a theater in Atlanta called the Saren B Playhouse where they did Miss Saigon outside and a helicopter landed. They did like Titanic and an actual boat sank in the lake like they did it on. Like big productions. Wow. But he wow. was racist and terrible. And so he's trying to come back now in the theater scene in Atlanta and everybody's blacklisting him. So he started a we conservative theater company. Only conservatives can be hired. And like, he's doing some That's going to be awful. Like, nobody's oh, gonna... no, <laughs> nobody has any theater background. He's just hiring like whoever. <laughs> but he's a nut. He's a complete nut. But to your point of like the baby gays, 
not yeah. understanding like what people went through. One of the saddest mm-hmm. days of my life. And I think hopefully, you know, the, the anniversary just happened with Pulse. I was yeah. in New York. I was back in New York visiting uh, the, the day that that was going on. And I was at um, Ninth Ave Saloon, which is now closed due to COVID. Um, it closed down. But I was, in, I was in Ninth Ave with a friend of mine. And Ninth Ave is usually, it's a dive bar. It's crowded full of people. It's great. Great bar. <clears throat> but I was sitting there. And all of these older gay men were sitting at the bar just completely solemn. And all I could think about was like all the shit they went through, all yeah, the protesting and everything exist. they worked so hard for, and then for this to happen. Right. And they're having to yep. sit in that right now. And it was, and people it was awful. laughing and glorifying it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, you know, the, 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 the uh, just the evil that we've had to endure. And now it's kind of like, it's rearing its ugly head again. Yeah. Um, yeah but uh, as we go forward, as we, as we go forward, we're going to piece it all together. It really is. It, it, it really, there's a nice little spider web. Um, you're right. Like it, for, for me um, with the baby gays, I, I don't, I don't consider them baby gays. I consider them either uneducated or. Willfully yeah. yeah. There privileged some, almost. You know, pri- no, privileged. Absolutely. Right. Um when I, I mean when I hear Christian Walker. <laughs> Christian Walker and that other that other kid that's um um it's that it's that white boy that's like weighs like two like oh we're not on TikTok, so I can say what the fuck I'm about. Um <laughs> that skinny ass little fucking queen. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know who you're talking about. I know exactly, exactly who you're talking, you're talking about. about. Yes. Yeah, you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. And I just I really just want to Anyways, um, when I heard that it's not a pity they're asking person, <laughs> um, I kept getting tagged and tagged and tagged and all of this shit. And I'm like, who is this peasant that you're fucking <laughs> talking to me to? You know, because rarely do I come to, I, I don't skip in TikTok. We have the ability to, you watch a video and you can stitch it. And so that means it will automatically travel back into their account. Okay. Mm-hmm. I rarely yes. do that because I'm not, I'm not trying to sound egotistical. But I have clout. Like I have, yeah. and you don't want to give them any. I get it. Following, and yeah. I don't want to give any. But this time, right. I'm gonna stitch. You. And if I stitch you, it's because all of my people, like, because I cultivated my group. I would have probably close to seven hundred thousand people right now following me. I would, but because I am very selective on who I allow follow me. Every morning, I wake up and I scroll back three hundred. And out of those 300, wow. I will take, I will take 100 and I will look at who you're following because I have a lot yeah. of, um, you know, uh, 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 sexual violence survivors who follow me. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of abuse followers who follow me. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm not really worried about the minors. That's not my fucking problem. You're a parent. Take care of your kid. I don't have them. Yeah. That's your problem. Not mine. Okay. Right. Um, but I'm not, I'm also not putting anything that's really not minor sensitive. You know what I mean? That's just, that's, just, yeah. that's not what I do. Also I'm a nurse and I could lose my fucking license. So I'm not doing that. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> um, but so, but I'm very careful. But when I stitch somebody, everybody who follows me knows go for it. Yeah. Like the gates. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Exactly. Like they know the same way. If I stitch you, it's because I don't want you to exist on TikTok anymore. Sorry, not sorry. Like 
Exactly. And yeah. now that, so when I looked at his account and I saw that he had 146,000 followers and I looked at my account and I said, well, I've only got 213,000. And then I sat there for a minute and I said, if my account is worth anything, like if all of my, if everything that I have done doesn't mean that I should go for this one, then it means nothing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, like Cher said, baby, it's all or nothing now. And he said something that was really awful. He said, if, if, if gay people or if military don't have a month of it, why do gay people have yes. a month of pride? That's the oh, video that everyone has seen. Moron. Oh, him? <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. yeah, that bitch. You know who it is. So I, you know who it is. The little, the white, the little fucking pencil neck that looks like he's like a tapeworm that just got pulled out of somebody's ass. Um, <laughs> I've also seen those videos on TikTok. So, yay. <laughs> That's Friday. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, so I stitched him back and put him in his fucking place. And you know that little that little queer didn't even fucking talk back to me. I'm like, listen, faggot, I just talked to you. I talked to you. Your elders are talking to you. Speak the fuck up. We're speaking. I mean? Let's have right. Huh? I'm speaking. It's like we're speaking. Exactly. We're speaking. I said yes. I said I said I said the um the uh, the. I forgot, but anyways, the veterans of the game are talking. And then I proceeded yeah. to school this motherfucker on who Mar Marsha P. Johnson was, um, on what it was to fight and act up. Like, I was I was 12 years old, and I went to four act up. Uh, wow. Four act up riots. I was, I was, uh, <laughs> what? I went to four of them. Okay, you know what I mean? It's like, because I knew, I had to self-actualize as a little kid, um, just because of stuff. Um, so I knew who I was, and I was there very young. I knew some of the founding members of ACT um, that's still wow. alive today. And I sit there and I look at this kid and I was like, you are only here because of what I fucking did. Mm -hmm. And right. now you sit down here and downplay it? That's yeah. why I get, if I'm at the bar... They like Jamie, shit on let me it. ask you a question. Absolutely. Jamie, let me ask you a yeah. question. If you're at a bar and you see an older man hit on a younger man and you see that younger man just like go, ugh, you know what I mean? And walk away and turn their heads, you know, and pop their hair. I will stop them every fucking time. I say, you know what? You need to go back to that man and you need to say thank you that you can walk away like walk away like a little faggot because that's exactly what you did. Yeah. That's exactly what you did. Um, you are mm -hmm. welcome for what he did. Um, I, I think said, it's it's one of the one of the things I think that is I mean, obviously this is not like the critical race theory episode of this podcast, but it is <laughs> <laughs> that obviously there are reasons that that needs to be taught. Yeah. There are reasons why queer history needs to be yes, taught. Yes. hundred percent. It is. It's, it's one of the, like I grew up in Arkansas, like in the mm -hmm. sticks and it's like, you know, it's part of this like learning process that you have to go through and you're in charge of doing that yourself. A lot of the time, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. same as the unlearning process. You have to unlearn so much mm -hmm. and it's, it is a constant process of like evolving as a human, but when you don't know what you don't know, like you have no, you have no clue what you're you no, doing. You have no jumping off point. You have and no jumping off point. It's like, you're like building from, from nothing. Right. Only so seven important. years ago. Go ahead. go ahead. I know. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're going to say about marriage, right? Only yeah. seven years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gay marriage. So you got to think like coming from a medical perspective, um, like during, especially during the AIDS epidemic, Gay people, if they, the doctors hated you, you were a pariah. Nurses mm -hmm. didn't want to like deal with you. Mm -hmm. um, and this is going to be kind of a little off topic, but like 
we had experiments on us. Like AZT, uh-huh. if you were given the prescription for AZT, remember it wasn't AIDS. Okay, it was GRID. It was GRIDS before it was AIDS. Okay, mm-hmm. it was a respiratory infection, uh, mm-hmm. uh, infectious, uh, disease. So it mm-hmm. was it was literally just the gays. Um, and Dr. Fauci, like you know, we had a little rocky start at the beginning. Um, he's very, um, very clinical and wouldn't talk, but finally he started listening to us. I mean, that's why I'm such a big advocate for him now because if you know him, not what they portray him as, thousands of gay people would be dead right now. Um, right. And that's why I look at all these anti, you know, anti-vaxxers. And I was like, do you realize the gay community, like they fought to put their lives on the line to take these experimental drugs so we could save our fucking community. And so right. that's like that we fought, like we were not allowed to, there was uh, there was regulations that gay people would not be allowed to go in to these trials because it was too soon. Um, right. It, but they, they begged to get into them. And then when it was, and then when they were finally let in, it was only white gay people and only affluent white gay people. Like you would see, you know, you would, yeah. I mean, you would see the, like the statistics of these studies and there would be like, out of like 500, there would be like one or two Mm -hmm. BIPOC, you know, some, you know, and and then like, and you were so right, you know, about all that, even in the healthcare um, industry. I mean, my mom was a hospice nurse during um, the AIDS epidemic and she just had got, she was like just starting nursing as she, um, and so, you know, my, I remember hearing stories about my grandmother begging her not to to be a nurse because she thought that just as being a nurse, she would get AIDS because they thought that it would only, it was like only yeah. affecting gay people. Um, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I mean, like my grandmother, I know, no, no, I get her it. Heart, she, yeah. she survived the Holocaust, but like until the day she died, she'd be like, well, that black man over there looks very suspicious. <laughs> like, I'm showing you know, few she, muscle nursing. Yeah. Um, cause I think that that is accurate. Correct. Cause MRNA has Edited been question, Steve. Yeah. Do you guys see the question that somebody asked me? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I put it yeah, up. Yeah. 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 Oh, what do you, um, wasn't you the COVID vaccine that? based on Egypt? Um, so no, <laughs> it wasn't. Okay. Because <laughs> um, so, so that is, that's part of the Fauci email kind of thing that, 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 that mm-hmm. the whole kind of Fauci, um, what they did was, is they, they did some research, um, like there was, it was a whole conglomerate. Okay. So mRNA was being, is being used for, we're actually in stage two trials. I don't know if you guys know it. We're in stage two, stage two trials of uh, an HIV vaccine. Yes. Um, I yeah, did know this that. This one looks mm-hmm. really, really yeah. fucking promising. And it's promising, because of the yeah. mRNA, because of the mRNA vaccine. So Steve is right in as much as the technology, the mRNA technology, um, is being used for a cancer vaccine, a COVID yep. vaccine, like seriously, a can, a, 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 and, and, and HIV. So all of that technology is together. Um, and that's how, and because it's the same technology, that's how misinformation and anti-vaxxers, yes. and Steve, thank you for your question, by the way, I really appreciate it. Um, that's how they're able to get these lies because it, and I'm not saying you're doing it. I'm saying they're able to take this information because now they run with it and they say, well, the vaccine's got AIDS in it. Yep. And HIV. I see that all over Telegram. It's insane. It doesn't. 
it, it, it doesn't. It's, a, it, it's the same technology that we're doing to fight a virus. Okay. Yeah. They're looking um, at that. They're looking at those exact clinical trials, reposting mm -hmm. that paste, copy and pasting them and yep. trying to make people mm -hmm. believe that I saw, I've seen it all on there and I knew exactly what it right. was as soon as I saw right. it. So if you look at the timeline, HIV, obviously before, you know, SARS, because the vi vaccine that we have right now is based off this uh, SARS, uh, the, the SARS virus back in mm -hmm. um, 2002. Okay. So we started nearly mm -hmm. a decade ago on this vaccine. Okay. Um, but that was built off of what was being built with the HIV uh, vaccine. Like the, it, so it's kind of a piggybacked. And then yeah. come Operation Clusterfuck with, you know, the, with the orange Cheeto at sale. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and then, you know, Dolly Parton got her tits involved. You know what I mean? And when Dolly Parton's tits. We love, a involved, we love her tits though. We love her and her tits. God. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the Dolly Parton's tits, Dolly Parton's tits gets involved. And things are I got the Dolly Parton shot. Thank you very much. <laughs> so mad at and this is how, this is how I explain it to people. If you are an astronomer, okay, and you really want to do a lot of things, but all the money you have is to buy a little ranking one, sit, sit on the back of your porch and look up at the stars, you're not going to get very far. You may eventually get, but it's going to be small baby steps. But mm -hmm. all of a sudden, what happens if you get a billions and billions of dollars and, they are, and you have access to the Hubble telescope? Bam, 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 bam. You're going to start. You're going to be on the fucking moon. Really That's what's right, going to happen. Right. It, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, yes, Steve, you are correct. Um, in as much as that it, it's the same technology, definitely not the same virus. Um, mm -hmm. co co yeah. Uh, COVID-19 and um, the HIV virus is very different. So. Sorry. Right, thank you. <laughs> good question good question yeah. <laughs> yeah yes good question how Thank do you, you see so you know you're talking about a vaccine do you know where the what stage they're at with a possible hiv vaccine you Is just that... said phase two clinical trials phase two. Phase two. okay yeah so, right. so clinical trials phase two so let's put it this way <clears throat> the uh us right now um when it comes to like the for example covid19 okay um, with the vaccines, with the Pfizer, Moderna, and all those, um, the federal government, um, the FDA, gave approval for an emergency use authorization, okay? Mm -hmm. So the FDA approved that, you know, they authorized to do that. It's not technically considered approved. The FDA had to approve the EU. I know it's like a circle, because a lot of people say mm -hmm. it's not FDA approved. Well, who approved the emergency use authorization? So the right. same thing. Yeah. We started out... Um, and administering at the same time the final phase three was going on, okay, which is a production. Phase three is production, okay? They're yeah. still gathering in data. They're still watching it, yada, yada. So right now, the HIV vaccine is in phase two, okay? Now, how long that's going to be for it to find efficacy and enough, that is also dependent um, on how long it's, right. um, how long they find the right data, so. But that comes into dollars really and acceleration too. Like with COVID, there it was really acceleration. Does. It was a global, it was a global movement, mm -hmm. global backing. So there was that acceleration process of like, we got to get this to, to phase three. We've got to get this in people's arms where with right. HIV, it's important, but it's, it's that matter of, you know, priority in the eyes of the FDA right. and, well, and, and the, the powers that be has, and the yeah. financial backing. Has the COVID vaccine at, kind of been helpful towards the HIV vaccine and cancer vaccine? Like, d does that, has it been like helpful to, because of, to because of, as far as progress for that? Work, 
yeah. When they, uh-huh. when they first discovered the mRNA sequencing um, and the, the proteins and that, when they first started, it was kind of like with COVID and then, and then, or not with COVID, but with HIV, like it was a whole bunch of stuff. All of a sudden, everything clicked open. Um, believe it or not, how they first started about, I would say probably about 15 years ago, there was a university, I forget which name of the university. We couldn't figure out how to sequence the outside of the HIV virus itself because it's constantly mm-hmm. mutating, okay? The HIV virus has little spikes outside of right here. Normally, our, um, our immune system, viruses are kind of like this. So our, our immune cells can snap onto them and start fighting it. HIV right. is just a little bit smaller apart. So our immune mm-hmm. system can't catch it, okay? And it was constantly moving. Well, do you know who broke the code? Gamers. They put the Gamers. HIV virus oh, wow. out on an open share platform and they said I love Jamie's face right now. Break, <laughs> can you break this code? And they now I'm a big gamer. I play World of Warcraft. I was I was I was one of the world first for um Lich King Kill, a heroic Lich King Kill. I'm 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 a fucking nerd, okay? But I bet three hundred. <laughs> um <laughs> but they put it out on an open source platform and they were able to break the code of how That's you know crazy. of the mutation. It, it, they turned oh it into gosh. a game. It was amazing. Um, I need to do a post what on a that. World. You yeah. I'm just yeah, shut you up definitely need to. This and how a- does it, how does the the daily pill I can't I can't remember what it's called. Um is how does that work if you know so, what I'm talking so, about? Well you're talking about the retroviral, like the one a day, like Truvada, like the, yeah. Uh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I forgot the name of it. How how it works. So it's three different drugs that were all in one, okay? And so it, the, the pharmacokinetics of it, like I was way outside of my scope of practice, <laughs> um, but what it does is it like it, it's three different levels of suppression um, for the virus to the point that it throws it back. It's kind of like a search and destroy. When somebody mm-hmm. says that they're undetectable, that really means if they, they were to get an HIV test, they would, they would test negative. Okay. But unfortunately, okay. HIV like lives inside like part of your organs. Um, that their bodies just doesn't get to, uh, but these patients right. do, and it's it, you know it keeps the virus down. Um, it also boosts your immune system as well. Like it's it's got a whole bunch of stuff with it. But we mm-hmm. finally have one pill. Back in the eighties and the nineties, you were taking 16, 17 pills, yeah. and yeah, if you missed Christ. one pill, the virus would mutate, and you were no it's no longer effective against that. Period, hands down. <sighs> and you went through the whole arsenal of medications with HIV, you were done. Like there was nothing that they could do. I I will Um, assume you've seen how to survive a plague. Oh God. Yes. I I think there, there are things like that and like the normal heart um, that I think are required viewing for humanity in general, to be honest, it's not just like a gay story. It affected everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But it's, it's, absolutely heartbreaking like it's awful yeah i i don't know i mean i'm i'm almost 40 i don't know and inspect i don't know if people know how i am i'm almost 40. but um yeah right liar um so i i live through you know the whole um per- pedro on real world like that was mm-hmm. like kind of my super eye-opening thing yeah. to like learning about hiv i felt like that was the first time that mm-hmm. not only a gay man but HIV was given a platform, shall we say, to really um, globally bring it to people's attention. So I, I just remember being devastated. Like, I am not even kidding. I have a scrapbook. 
like one of those old school, like high school scrapbooks. <laughs> and he is in my scrapbook. Like, so I just really, you know, and again, I was raised to like believe in God right. and I still do, but yeah, how it was, your family it was like, about that? <laughs> but my parents weren't religious. Like my parents were like these people like, Hey, yo, we believe in God. You should pray every once in a while when you're feeling like shit. Like we didn't go to church. Like we, we weren't, we weren't like devout any type of, we didn't have a, a religion that we followed. You know, we just, my mom was just a faithful person. Like she just had yeah. to believe in a higher power kind of situation. Yeah. My grandma was one, like all churches are full of hypocrites and assholes. Don't ever go to church. So like, you know, my, my grandmother's a, like to this day, the biggest pessimist, I love her dearly, but but I just like, I remember that really like hitting me at my core. Cause you know, I was the generation of MTV and real world. And, mm -hmm. um, and I just remember uh, like watching that happen. Sorry, mine, time. mine was Ryan Wyatt. <laughs> okay. Ryan Wyatt. Yes. Um, who got it from a blood oh. transfusion with, uh -huh. oh. um, and it's, you know, it's. It made it well, real. Yeah. It made it real. I feel like it yeah. just made well, it just, real for yeah. people that didn't know what was going on outside of their yeah. own, what you know, their own box. Yeah. It was like, holy shit. Like, you know, I mean, the same reason we have crazy people now, the internet makes things readily available, but it no. was just the first experience where we had the opportunity to see inside someone's life that was going through it in real time. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I just remember that like so vividly as a kid. Yeah. Watching him go through that and be a part of a community that was like, we love you. We're here for you. And then watching him pass. And I was just like, what the yeah. fuck? Um, I have a, I have a really weird kind of aha moment that I don't think I should, this is something that I don't think anybody else in the world has, has gone through. Um, when I, I lived in a pretty liberal area. Um, so I didn't really have any issues when I was growing up. My, you know, I had two moms from day one. I was like the first person in California to have two moms in my birth certificate. And like my moms were always like really proactive about going in every year and like talking to my teachers and like, you know, like trying to like be make everyone prepared for, you know, a different kind of family. And and I don't I don't know if this was the right thing to do or not. I'm kind of torn on it. But one of my principals in elementary school had like, when they found out that I was going to be coming to school, they did like a whole assembly about families that are different and that you can't get AIDS from like hugging someone or like, <laughs> and it was like, one of those things where it was like, okay, well, this person had pretty good intentions, mm -hmm. but like, Way to like single me out, you execution, know? Like, right. and the execution like, of it just went off the rails. Here's the new kid, by the way. Right. Yeah, you can hug her. it's okay. Right. Jesus Christ. Well, you know, they, they wanted they wanted to prepare you for extra because that's the fucking gay community. Extra. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. Keep slipping. No worries. So, uh, kind of switching gears away from medical stuff and AIDS and all of that stuff. Um, Jamie and I uh, have gone through a little bit of an ordeal in the last couple of weeks. If you guys have been paying attention to either of our accounts, you'll know what's going on. But um, I'm curious to hear Jamie's side of things, how this uh, vacation loop contest came about, how you noticed it. And I would love to just hear your side of the whole story. To be fair, I don't even know how it popped into my feed. It's one of those <laughs> things like I it gets to a point and I'm just like I shut down. But yeah, I 
It is no secret. I do. I'm not a fan of a loop giveaway. They're crap. It's it's yeah. the MLM of Instagram. Right. Right. So. We hate so it in every, every, every time I see a loop giveaway, I get <laughs> mad because it's like people that I know get involved with them. And like, if you want to do a deep dive on a loop giveaway, we can do that later. <laughs> yeah. But um, this situation in particular, um, I do understand that it was run by a lesbian. You know, she's got a parenting account. She runs a loop giveaway account. Live your best life. I don't care. But when you're doing a pride celebration... Mm-hmm. where heterosexual women are centered to grow their Instagram account to celebrate pride by giving away a vacation. That's not Excuse doing me? a damn thing. Right. And it, I mean, the, it's massive accounts. It's accounts with like one and a half million followers doing this, mm-hmm. but they're heterosexual women. We love taking pride. advantage Yay. of pride for the purpose of financial yeah, gain. Completely, and completely. Oh, and Jesus like, they said that no one was paid for this giveaway, which is not, normal so i will take their word that no one was paid but (laughs) it increases your follower count it increases your follower which is is monetized to get more money for many social currency yeah Yeah. and so a few of the people reached out to me most of them did not um but one of the accounts i you know i messaged and they wrote me back we were emailing back and forth about you know, they, and it turns out they're actually here in Denver and I had no idea whatsoever. So they're like, can we, we're fully vaxxed. Do you want to meet for coffee and like talk about this? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I want to do this as an Instagram live. Yeah. And I, because I want it to be transparent and open. Like I want to talk about pride, like what the whole idea was behind this and how it's helping my community. Right. Because you're not amplifying queer voices. If you want to amplify queer voices, you let them have your platform for a little bit. You're not like, I'm giving away a vacation to the Four Seasons in Oahu. Um, So we agreed. They were like, game on. We'll do an Instagram live. We agreed on the day. Crickets. Hmm. They were that's, also invited to come on to this show as well. And I DM'd every single one of them because they were so very insistent that I reach out to them via DM because reaching out to them by tagging them in a video was not enough, apparently. And all of my DMs were um, completely ignored as well. Interesting. So, yeah. Do you know, we call so, it the gay community. What's that? <laughs> We have a, we have a like like going back like way way back. Um, we have a term for them. We call I call them breeder feeders. Breeder feeders. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> breeder feeders. Yeah, breeder feeders. <laughs> they, they they feed they feed they they feed the straight people um, because they're gay. You know what I mean? Like it makes everything that the straight people do okay because oh, I'm gay, so I okay. Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's also really interesting about the the bigger account involved in this. Um, that agreed to do the Instagram with me, people were defending them and they were, it's an account that teaches emotional intelligence. And so they were like, you know, they, <laughs> they, they showcase diversity and LGBTQ plus families all the time. I went through every Instagram post they have ever put up. Not and a there one. were two mentions oh, two. of gay people and it was both this month. Yeah. They're really supportive. So like, and the thing is, like, yes, I get mouthy online. Yes, I call people out. But <laughs> I do my research. Like, I'm right. not flippant when I post because I understand my platform. Right. And, you know, I, I, I kind of have two rules of social media. 
I never post anything online that I would not say to someone's face. And I never post anything online that I would not want on a billboard on the interstate with my face on it, because that's what right. the internet is. So right. I do take things seriously when I put them up, but like, don't, don't tell me you're inclusive, inclusive, inclusive. And then I find like two mentions of gay people on your entire right. account. And it's been in the last week. Right. Yeah. And that, that just like raises this whole issue of performative allyship, mm -hmm. which, you know, I feel like yeah. the community is kind of divided on it. Like on one hand you have the like, Oh, I was bullied so much. I am like so happy to see rainbows everywhere. I just want to see rainbows everywhere. And like, it just, you know, whatever it is, it's acceptance, but like, you know, at the end of the day, like we just need, we need to hold people accountable and we need like the word bullying was thrown around a lot yeah. in this situation. Um, the original and, account. And we were not bullying. No. Holding people accountable single, is not bullying. It's I'm also, so it's not over. cancel culture. Like all no. of this is stupid. And, right. oh, so you know, it's, you, you have to walk the walk. You can't just like throw up a thing and be like, yay, gays. Right. 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 Celebrate. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, one of the things that, you know, this reality star who was involved in this loop giveaway, like they, um, they just threw up a picture. She was so very tone deaf in this whole situation. Yeah. She threw up a picture of her heterosexual family mm -hmm. on the loop giveaway post and like her husband was like halfway cut out. <laughs> like oh, I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing did not make sense. And I yeah, understand like, uh, you know, and they did pick a winner and apparently it was a queer family, but how are you, how are, what if a homophobe or a transphobic person won, won this giveaway to celebrate pride? Right. Yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you flip that narrative? And then also, as I just post on Instagram before we went live, I use social blade a lot. And like when you track the amount of followers that these accounts get, you mm -hmm. know, they're getting 20 to 30,000 to 40,000 followers during this giveaway. Right. And then the giveaway is over and you watch them lose one, mm -hmm. two, three, four thousand yep. a day after right. the giveaway. Yeah. What was your purpose? Nothing. How did this help the gays? Right. No, absolutely. Well, and that's and I, I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. It's fine. Go ahead. No, no I was just going to say, I, 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 what, what Jessica was saying earlier, like, um, with the allyship, I, I am an ally. Like I have, like, that's my, and from the beginning, not June, like I have made, I mean, I've especially been really outspoken about the trans community. We have a couple amazing trans, um, children in my daughter's school that ran track with her. Like, so I've always been a bit of an advocate. I've used other people's platforms. Like a lot of people don't like him, but Vosh, I've used his platform to kind of elevate some of his narrative because he does speak very like positively, but whatever. So like, I agree. Like it's, it just blows my mind that people like want to speak out in June and the rest mm -hmm. of the year, they have nothing fucking to say. Yeah. And I'm like, how are you, you know, like I haven't made like a video this month. that's like pride. I, and for me, I guess it's because I'm not a direct member of pride. But I feel like I continue to be a voice for the members of Pride, for the LGBTQ plus community. Like I, that, that's, I feel like that's what an ally does. Like you speak out for them. You don't do this fake bullshit once yeah. a month to be like, oh, I love you. No, I if don't. These, if these um, accounts wanted to amplify or be allies in this giveaway, right. they, this account, the, the giveaway should have been run with 
queer creators. And then mm-hmm. these bigger accounts should have been like, hey, guess what? There's this kick-ass giveaway going on to celebrate Pride. Here are parenting people in the gay space. And like yeah. mm-hmm. this, and I got messages and connecting that were like, them. are you just mad you weren't involved in this? No, I would never take part in the giveaway because they're garbage. But like, there are lots of gay people in the parenting community if you did your research. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to find us. But that's no, not absolutely. their purpose. Their no. purpose is to give themselves clout for mm-hmm. X amount of days. Can we talk about the reverse too? Reverse? Yeah. What do you mean? That's one big thing that I cannot stand is the reverse. When you're straight and then you come out as gay for clout. Okay? Or you oh, know, yeah. Like, the, the, like the, do, do you see what I'm saying? The reversal. Um, when you when yeah. you when you are straight and you hide it, okay, and now you're gonna come out and be a part of the alphabet mafia in my community, and then you're gonna fucking step all over it. You know, Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. Oh yeah, yeah. She deserves none of our respect. No, I'm, none of it. She right. does, I, I right. am not sorry. She deserves nothing. She deserves to go back to her little home and stay there because she is spitting on all the world, the, especially cis white gay men. We owe the transgender, especially transgender of color, a lot. Everything. Because what really started the gay movement is the fucking ballroom movement. Yeah, and, and that I mean yeah. the mm-hmm. ballroom movement in New York City and in all of you know all the coasts. Okay, and it yeah. was transgendered women, uh, uh, women of color. Um, it, it was really the co- the 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 gay colored community that started really that kind of push uh, for us yep. to get out right. there, mm-hmm. and. It, Caitlyn Jenner turns around and 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 turns oh. her little fucking horse face up. Like I'm right. I'm so angry looking at her. Going, you just fit on everything because the gay community again. We've got a lot of sorries to say to the transgender community. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do. Yeah. We we have bridges to repair. Okay, we oh, do. Absolutely. Gay men, gay men, and and even like with like gay men and lesbians as well. You know what I mean? Because even when we have a lot of work to do and then she comes out and does this thing, you know, you know what I mean? And like the Christian walkers and those things. But I mean, like, seriously, when you, when you, and then the, who was it? The guy from the bachelor. The guy from the bachelor. Oh yeah. Yeah. You come out immediately and you get a TV show about it. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Seriously. Like, I just know, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, princess. No, like, well, I can't like with with Caitlyn, this bullshit like she's coming out like, I don't think I don't think transgender girls should get to play sports in high school. Excuse me while I go play professional fucking golf as a woman. Like, I'm just like, I will will mace you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm like, what? Like, so you can be a grown ass former male Olympic athlete Mm -hmm. and play professional women's golf, but you're going to freaking criticize young girls who are trying to come into themselves for the first time in their lives mm-hmm. in the most horrible situation. Cause we all know middle and high school is bullshit. And then say, I'm going to shit on you further and say, you don't deserve to play sports. Like what the fuck? Like what the fuck? But here's the thing though. I, I can't even. She's talking to a crowd that is used to, I'm going to do how I'm going to do because everybody else. So, what is what is what they consider judgment towards us? Okay, um, is technically not hypocrisy to them. So if they tell us not to do something, 
and we go and do it or and they go and do it that's not hypocrisy to them because mm-hmm. it's a totally different mindset so caitlin jenner is doing what is completely fine for the people that she's kowtowing to they're yeah. used to that hypocrisy yeah. doesn't exist to them because they don't they don't even see it it's, it's, it's aggravating yeah so yeah caitlin yeah caitlin, yeah I'm going to call this my claim to fame, though. So I don't know if you knew when um, when Christian Walker came back to TikTok a few weeks ago, very briefly. Oh, um, God. He made a a singular video. Oh, my God. I cannot see that. He made a singular video that really just, it was a a baby gay movement where he basically just denounced pride and said they don't deserve a month. Like, what are we fucking celebrating? And I made a stitch. And I stitched him. And I made a stitch. And I was like, and it was like, I played like the fucking, I, I, I went deep. I played the music, the sap music in the background. Like I played the fucking images. I was like, I'm going all in on this motherfucker. And I was just like, you are shitting on everyone that gave you the ability to even have a voice right now. Yeah. Like you have just right. giantly shit on human beings that died for you to stand up here and be an openly piece of shit and um, deleted the video. Like he immediately took it down. I don't know how many of my people like went at him, but the video was gone within 15 minutes. I'm like, that's going to be my new claim to fame. I'm pretty sure that I made Christian Walker run the fuck off TikTok after coming back on for five seconds. Um, Well, and then he goes and complains about, about rioting and burning the city, how BLM is burning the cities down. It's like, no, like pride started as a riot. Yeah. (laughs) Like that, that is what literally enrages me one of the, and like of, just yeah what truly enrages me is the i identify as 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 a vaccinated person like the oh, whole you know the i identify no. as that yeah and there was one so, so as, as a wax okay, transite i they baited him male, okay but, okay as a white male i have to walk of a, a thin line okay um but i i can also take certain um what's the word i'm a privileges okay liberties, i may be yeah. a white male liberties yeah liberty i wouldn't say privilege god that sounds awful <laughs> I can liberties take you take liberties in yeah. the fact in the fact that i am gay and that the fact that i'm also a medical professional okay and i saw i saw march i don't know do you guys know marcia p johnson is everybody knows yeah. who she is you know she's she's famed to be the one who threw the first brick you know she had a brick rock. in her purse mm-hmm. right and she started fighting the cops okay she yeah. was a black transgendered woman okay yeah it was in, like in t- integral okay on and she is famous at least within the gay community okay in marginalized communities and i saw a woman of color doing that saying i identify and i told her you know, I, I told her, I said, you are being so disrespectful mm-hmm. to what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 and it's not only just, it's just not like the, 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 you know, like the BIPOC community or anything like that. It, they are using transgenders as, as, as beating them up again. Like they're doing it again. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that whole transvaxite movement, the, the transvaxite movement is just like, you are so disrespectful um, about that. So anyway, sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent there. No, I agree. Well, I mean, you know, I dealt with MAGA Mike and I mean, we actually had a debate in the very beginning. I had to literally delete the first five seconds of our conversation because he leaned right in with like racist. I was like, of course he does. I'm like, dude, no, 
Um, and all my people in my comment section are like, excuse me, what the fuck did he say? I'm like, oh no. Oh, um, yeah, but yeah, bad. he started that whole transvac site. You know, he was one of the, the leaders of it. Um, and I came at him about it and I came out about a lot of people. I got so much hate for that. And I'm just like, y'all, you were like mocking a legitimate movement yeah. that people died for because you don't want to get a shot in your arm. Like grow the fuck up. Like, why are you trying to minimize someone's just grow up. like movement? It's, it's, it's just, manufactured oppression. It's like, Oh, they, all of it is. It, it's yeah. all of it. Everything is like manufactured oppression. Like, that is right. great. But like it's deeper. Mm-hmm. I I think it goes deeper than that, though. I I really what do. You, do. What do you mean? I, I really think it's think projection. It goes deeper than that. No, not even projection. It has now become a theology. Okay, step back for a minute. Okay, because here we go. We're going. Here we go. We're going down the rabbit hole. We're going the religion <laughs> town rabbit hole. Okay, we're going down the rabbit hole. Think of everything that's going on right now with um, you know, the right. Okay, think of that. Stop a minute. And everything that they say and everything that they repeat and everything that they're doing, stop looking at it as a political lens and manufactured oppression, but as a spiritual lens, mm-hmm. okay? So when we come back against them and they, we push back and say, you are wrong, they intensify. Did you notice that? They intensify, it gets worse and worse. What happens when you attack somebody's faith? When you um, perform an outrage, absolutely. When you attack someone's <laughs> faith, they become worse and worse and before it would have been performative outrage but now they're following it through you've got january 6th that happened you had the that poor um uh, jack-in-the-box person who asked somebody to put on a mask when they came in he got stabbed uh seven times or seven or three times then you have the, the the grocery store clerk who got shot and killed by somebody who asked him to wear a mask it's escalating okay <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's, it's now become a theology for them and each time, that's yeah. how they can cherry pick everything. Um, it, it's it's just it's off. Look at Texas. Right. What is it? Abbott oh just God. passed a bill to pay to, to give two hundred and fifty billion dollars to build a wall, but you can't even fucking plug in an AC over there. Like, yep. nope. right. But to them, that's part of. It's almost like a sacrifice, like a sacrificial lamb. Like this is look at what we're doing here. The priorities. Exactly. Yeah. Trumpian like, rhetoric. Like, it, it really, really is. And I, yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah. He also vetoed a bill that had like, I want to say 60 or 70% bipartisan support. Um, it was named after a young lady that was 16 that was murdered in, an, in a kind of domestic violence situation with a boyfriend in high school. They created a bill to give them domestic violence guidance and just like how to recognize you're in a dangerous, you know, situation in your, whether your family life or your personal life, one lesson in middle school, two lessons in high school, he vetoed the bill. He said, I will absolutely not teach about domestic violence and rape culture in our, in our public schools. There's no place for that. I'm like, what the fuck? There are people at home it's not even rape like culture, this. And though. this, and this is an argument I get. Well, it, and, and that was part of it though. That was part of the, the, the language of the bill. But even still, okay. I was upset because, you know, one of the big arguments I have with pro-lifers is this whole like, well, they should just not, you know, have the baby. I'm like, do you know how many religious families don't talk about sex? Like, it's just mm-hmm. not a conversation. Like my mom, we got birth control. When my daughter was 13, I had like legitimate, like when she started to have a boyfriend, I'm like, okay, well let's get, let's dive in. And when she was 15, she's like, Hey mom, 
I'm having sex. We need to get me put on the pill. Like we had a conversation. Like I want her to know that she can come to me and I'm her safe space and I'm going to keep her safe from anything she doesn't want. And those parents aren't having those fucking conversations. Then they're signing waivers to not let the schools have those fucking conversations. Then they're knocked up. 15 year old has to stand in front of a church altar and say, I'm sorry for getting pregnant. Will you help me raise this baby in Christ? Like I'm just fucking over the absolute toxic mentality that goes behind. Did we forget about Florida? Did we forget about Florida and the Florida bill? Oh, I know. Yes. And literally checking baby at people's genders. Genital. Yes. I say genitals because I'm a nurse. I was like, they were going to physically. Go pull your pants down to make sure you can play soccer this week, honey. I need to make sure you have a vagina. Like, I don't don't even understand. I don't think you were following me at the time, but I made a post. Uh, This is when I was like, just, I I maybe had like maybe 60,000 followers at the time. And I made a post and I said, I said, if you're so worried about you know, body autonomy and all of that. What are your thoughts about this? Are you okay with, with, you know, them doing this? Do you not know that I did not hear a single people, not a single Trump supporter no. made a yeah. comment in my comment section, not a single one. You know why? Cause you know, they're, they know you're right. And I noticed that when I make a post that they cannot get around, like there's a, there's certain posts that I make that they're like, fuck, they will not say a fucking peep. They will find the next post that they think they can dig in and find a little hole or a gap to like attack me with yeah. every single time. I notice that so much lately that they literally are cherry picking my posts that they think they can find little pinholes in right. to come at me about. Right. right. Do you or they'll go for you're... something like, you know, Wild. the typical like response to the woman. Mine is always my voice. Well, your vocal fry is so cringy. I'm like, you want to see a vocal fry? <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> how about you use your brain and like come yeah. up with an actual argument? Yes. What is it? Um, it's crazy. Crazy right now. Remember the one that you duetted me and I said, you know, at this point, you know, with the adults vaccinated and everything like that. Yes. The unvaccinated people are fucking with people's kids. Okay. Yeah. That mm-hmm. you, you truly are. You, you are fucking with mm-hmm. people's kids. And that is starting to come. Mine more included. More a, exactly. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the thing. They're coming up to, you know, their fantasy and their fantasy reality. And all of that is coming into something called reality. Um, and reality is Missouri is completely fucking overrun. The Delta has yeah. completely mm-hmm. overrun it. Colorado Only like 27% vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, completely overrun. And I said this back in January. I said there's going to be regional immunity, regional areas where it's just going to be little hotbeds yeah. of, of just absolute plague. Okay. And when I said you were fucking with people's kids, they're going to find out about it. That one's going, re- that one's going viral again. Oh, mine's going viral okay, too. That, still. I'm still getting yeah, comments that one's and likes go- on it. Because, because I called them out on it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they know. They know that's why they're pushing so hard. Oh, the vaccine's gonna kill you. The vaccine's gonna kill you. I, I know that sounds really awful, but yeah, the, it's really, really sad that statistically there's gonna be unfortunately lives lost. And that is not something that we glorify or use as a weapon, but that's what they're doing. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And and uh what is it? Um so now it's it's the, they're they're coming at us again um, about it because I called them out on it. Mine too. Same ginger. I, I too have a nine-year-old. Uh, September. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My yeah, four of my September. nieces and nephews. I have a lot of nieces and nephews, and it's a blended family. And four of my nieces and nephews just had COVID, um, and they are from ages six to eleven. 
and wow. fully tested positive. You know, they were sick for a while, like crazy high fevers, all of it. Mm-hmm. They're better now, you know, thank God. Yeah, yeah. But they're but not. That's no, the problem. Like, kids, they're not like long haulers like, syndromes in kids is mm-hmm. terrifying. Yeah. What we're seeing. Yeah. Well, right and then now, they have that data about the brain, the depletion it's a, it's of brain. Multi, it's called. Yeah, multi-inflammatory system uh, syndrome in children, where your organs literally flame up, including mm-hmm. your brain. Okay, and yeah. the problem is, is with this Delta variant, especially within children, mm-hmm. it presents as a cold. And we're about right. to go into schools. Every time you, every time you start schools back up, you see a spike in respiratory viruses. So how yeah. are we going to yeah. be able to determine if it's COVID? or if it's just a cold, unless we give a test. These anti-vax, COVID-denying, you know, my immune system worked. I've literally watched posts where the mother would not get her child tested for COVID. Oh, we've had that in my public school system. We've had kids sit home. They'd be like, I'll just stay home the 12 days required and then come back. I'm like, what? You're going to let your kid miss 12 days of school? (laughs) Yeah. So just going to get a test? Yeah. Good. So how, how is this, is the Delta variant, is it, is, so it's presenting as a cold, but like, what are the, the long haul symptoms? So like, I have a, it I have a preemie baby who was way. like, she's, she's almost two now, but like we got our vaccine early. She was, she had a severe respiratory infection in the NICU. She was born at 32 weeks. Like she was oh, a wow. teeny tiny, we brought her home. She was four pounds. Like, what can we do to like besides staying in our house like that's it should we just get her tested if she shows any sign of a cold i mean like she spikes a fever if she starts having um you know increased respiration sore throat is a big thing right right now crying Mm -hmm. well for 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 a baby for an infant yeah baby infants yeah infants we use a different scale um if you notice you know runny nose flushing um you know what i mean like grasping constantly and like and like unable to you know stop the crying then absolutely yeah. get a temperature if she spikes the temperature go straight to the hospital yeah. um yeah. but covid when what when i say delta presents in a certain way i'm saying it presents in in a certain way in addition okay right so you could have full-blown covid or you could have a mild case of covid yeah. and it presents as a cold but now you're spreading yeah. it to those people who could have a major response. And the, what's right. happening now is that's now focused on people who are unvaccinated. Right. Um, the, the, and that's and that's the thing. The unvaccinated are starting to see this massive spike. Um, right. But I don't know if you know this. Did you, like, auto people with autoimmune diseases, um, they didn't have anything. Like, they had nothing. Um, sometimes there are some people on, like, organ transplant uh, drugs or, you know, immune suppressing drugs for, like, lupus and things like that. They would get the vaccine and they just, they wouldn't, their body wouldn't remember their T cell memory yeah. wouldn't be there. And so they were mm-hmm. terrified. I hear that a lot. And every time I talked to one of them, I, my heart would break because it, it's not their fault that if they get right. COVID, it, it, it's one of these idiots' fault. Well, now yeah. they have uh, Regencove, which is Regeneron. Um, Regeneron is what, you know, the, the Cheeto guy. Um, yes. But you know, a funny story. You know, a funny story. Mm. Um, he wasn't the first one to get it. It was a black man. So that's twice he's had to wait in line for the black man to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a oh, God. Uh, that was the first thing I saw. When I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. 
wait a minute. Oh, this is good. <laughs> I'm 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 one of those parents. Like so, my so I'm in private. I've started infiltrating some of the Facebook mom groups, you know, as my dear friend God. Jessica here does. Um, but I mainly did it for school purposes because I infiltrate yeah. a lot of my local school divisions, moms groups. One in particular that is in the process of trying to unmask all of my elementary students for next school year. And I'm watching them just continuously post and complain and make and be like, we need to advocate. We need to get rid of masks. I'm like, why? Like, why are you like they're getting rid of the barriers, because, which I don't I'm not horribly upset about as long as a mask day. But the only problem is if they're continuing to eat lunch in their classrooms, which is likely what's going to be in my school, at least no barrier means the mask come off and lunch is a fucking free for all, you know. So I'm just, I'm just, I have a lot of concerns because I know that there are anti-vaxxers in my, you know, in my town, in my city. Um, But yeah, to have an entire group of freaking relentless moms attacking our public school system because they won't take the masks off. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like they can't get vaccinated. Like we don't have a choice right now. Like if we have a choice and my kid getting vaccinated, Fuck you and your family. Yeah. I don't care anymore. But yeah. so right now, yeah. that's not an option. Like, you know. Yeah. So, Penny, what do we do? I mean, like, as parents with this Delta thing, like, what do we do? Do we cancel our summer? Like, do we go back into hiding? Like, what's what? What do you? What's the that bottom My line? My family does stuff with kids outside, so I don't. We don't or do that. indoor activities with other people's families. And also, like, oh. everybody in my pool is vaccinated, so I'm pretty thankful. That's what for I'm that. saying. Like. They, they keep saying like, oh, you're, you know, that's segregation when you don't let us into your businesses and yada, yada. It's not that. We're, we're stopping. You You don't have, you have a choice to get vaccinated. What I tell parents is I say, hang out with people who are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Because they like to cherry pick and like look at the small numbers. Okay. But if we look at the overall picture, if you have 20 people in a room, 19 people are vaccinated. One has COVID. Nobody is getting COVID in that room, okay? Right. The vaccine stops infection, okay? So if you have a larger majority of people vaccinated and, you know, maybe one person that's not going to get COVID. Um, obviously, there is a slight, slight minuscule chance, but I'm yeah. done with saying that. I am absolutely done with saying it because Florida just proved it. I don't know if you guys know about what happened in Florida, right? Yes, I did a video on it with the six IT guys. The one that was vaccinated was fine, no COVID. The other oh, five contracted God. it and two died and the other three were hospitalized. 50, two 50-year-olds died, three 30-year-olds hospitalized and the only one that survived and had no COVID was the vaccinated one. The other five were unvaccinated. Why do you think they're losing their fucking minds right now? Because they've come up to reality. When I told mm-hmm. them, when my friend asked me, what do we do about family members um, who aren't going to get vaccinated? And I said, this is a clinical observation. You know what I mean? No emotions involved right now. If you have okay. family members that are not vaccinated, you may, you will see them die. Okay. Now, whether it's your situation or somebody else's situation, that is going to happen. Hands down, period. Yeah. There's no argument about it. There's no emotion. It's just going to, it's already happening. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. Like here's two 50 year olds that had families on it. and they're dead yeah, because they, they, they made the decision not to get vaccinated. But they, wow. And it's so funny to listen to all these people lose their mind when I told them that. Well, what about kids? Did I include kids about that? Kids don't have a choice. Well, what about people who are immune? Or did I include them? No, I didn't. They don't it, have a choice. It yeah falls. That's why we need to protect them and vaccinate. Mm -hmm. Right, that's the whole point. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it is. And I, I tell, I tell all my, um, because I don't have any kids, but I tell my friends. I was, they ask me, would you send your kids to school? No, fuck no, absolutely not. Nope, yeah. wouldn't do it. Nope, it's it's too much of a chance. It, it, it is. I, I get it. There's there is a there is the emotional and um, psychiatric toll on a child. I do. Um, you know, as a nurse, like I understand that. Uh, but yeah. at least they're alive. Or they don't have yeah. alcohol or syndrome. I will, I will tell you, our middle school did a mass vaccination when they issued the 12 and up, like the day after. Mm-hmm. So they issued the uh, authority on the, on the Thursday. And that Friday, our school organized a mass vaccination site at one of the high schools. Nice. 900 kids came that day and got fucking vaccinated serious? in my town. Yes. Awesome. That now, is- I don't know how many, but I will. And then the school followed it up two weeks or three weeks later with two weeks worth of vaccinations at every public school in the middle and high school age develop so they could get their secondary shots. So like my daughter, I didn't even have to take her anywhere. Like they were there two and a half or three and a half weeks later, they came to her school. She got her shot like at her lunch break and then went back to class. So like, I, I'm, I mean, we have, I'm in Virginia, like we have Northam, like he's been pretty on the ball and people hate him, but I do think with vaccination rollouts, he's been pretty, pretty on it. But, um, but yeah, I've been really, my town, ta- my town seems pretty pause pro vaccine for the most part, with the exception of these freaking crazy moms and their anti-masking shit. But like my entire pool, everybody I talk to, they're like, we're vaccinated, we're vaccinated. But I, I go to, I go to school or pool with William and Mary professors and teachers and people that, you know, have an education yeah. and trust science and, you know, right. and I mean, I know there's some people in those fields that don't, but I'm very fortunate. I'm surrounded by a lot of people that do praise Jesus, but no, I don't, I, I, I feel like COVID is like kind of like when you get crazy and like political on social media and like you lose your followers and you're, it's like curating your feed and mm-hmm. that's what COVID has done. And I'm like, yes. oh, absolutely. a lot of people really aren't as smart or as oh. sensible as we thought. Yeah. And I'm right. good. I'm good. I mean, I, was talking, I, I struggle with that. I yeah. was talking to Lauren, the Zen blonde about like, cause she was telling me all about her online dating and like kind of reemerging into the world of trying to find okay. somebody to date. And it's like, you know, is that she found out she was like, go went on a date with like the perfect guy. He like took her to the most exclusive restaurant in LA and then like surprised her with all this. And then she found out that he had had a pod of like 50 people during COVID and like, which basically means you're not, you don't have a pod. pod. Like you just, that's not a pod. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Like she, you know, everything checked every single box and she just walked away. I know. It's like, like, why are are you like this? (laughs) When I like, when I, I, I actually did a post on it and believe it or not, it was true. I don't know. Do you know who Saitama with Tracy is? Who is it? Saitama Oh, with yes. Tracy. I know. Yes. Okay. I wasn't kidding when I asked her if I could start my hoe phase. Because <laughs> literally when she said yes, <laughs> I downloaded <laughs> I downloaded Scruff, picked two guys, are you vaccinated? Get over here and bang me out. <laughs> I was like, it is time to start. You know what I mean? Because I've been, I've been holding off. Like, you know, I... I got a divorce at the beginning of this pandemic. Oh, and you gotta no. think, I got oh, a divorce. I'm alone. I moved all the way across the country. The desert fucking hot. So I'm inside. You know what I mean? And 
what's that? The, Pent up uh, energy from us all. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he goes, I live alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a, I live alone too. I have a, I have a, I have a beach house. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I do come to the beach. Um, but, <clears throat> but I was in Arizona and I didn't, I didn't, I had nothing. I had nothing. And the pandemic just kept rolling on. And then when the vaccine came, the first thing that my first dose was like, I am one shot away from getting some dick. <laughs> I am one shot away from getting some dick. <laughs> and then I finally I got some. I was like, yes. That's how you responsibly hoe yourself in the pandemic. Community, okay? You're you get a responsible hoe. You're a responsible, responsible hoe. Okay. I get it. You're safe. You practice safe hoeing. All right. Just be thankful you got the divorce before COVID. Do you know how many families I know that got divorced yep. during COVID? Yeah. See, I would have been like, in prison. I, I would have had I, a felony. I, that's what I'm like, saying. I would have been, been up for a murder charge. <laughs> it's I'd be a not good. Prison, I'll tell you. It's not good. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah, COVID but I've lost so many. I know. I know so many. I don't know about y'all, but I live in a purple state. A lot of people that I am friends with are Republicans, conservative, Trumpers. That I've like again. I didn't have a very big political take several years ago, um, and I saw that I saw the vitriol on Facebook the last year, and I was like, I don't know if I can like you people. And so I actually had I probably a handful of people, people that I've known for years that I had to like delete and yeah. just eliminate from my life. Cause I was, I mean, I literally had someone who I've known for 13 years, um, tell me on in a Facebook back and forth, go put on a pink vagina hat, pour a glass of wine and Lisa Nicardi B because like, and I'm like, I mean, all of those things sound great. Like what's your problem? And, <laughs> but like, it was, it was her version of an insult to me. Um, because she loved Trump and I didn't, and I had stuff to say, and so I just stopped talking all together on Facebook. Like everyone's like, you never post. I'm like, because um, I don't want to have World War Three on my Facebook yeah. account. There like is the handful Facebook. of things that I posted went ridiculous. There like, so is so ridiculous. There is um, a woman that I used to work with and, you know, for a long time used to do events with her in a state that shall remain nameless. Um, but the last time I was down there, um, it was a friend and I, we went down to like speak at one of her events and she threw this party for us at her house. Okay. And I knew, I knew she'd voted for Trump. She got a big cake made with a big MAGA hat on the top for the election. Like one of those. So we go in her, we go in her house and I don't care what your political leanings are. I would never have a framed photo of a political figure in my house like this. She had a giant framed photo of Trump in his MAGA hat on her living room wall. Ew. And I was like, <laughs> Bye. Bye. Like, what? Bye. They're in a cult. Jesus. Like, They're in a cult. Like, geez, literally they are i know i have moira rose and et framed on my i mean wall. that That's i'm here my for that kind of content. i'm here shits creek all day long okay but like trump all day or long. anyone anyone any, else but and trump. i would never frame a politician and put them on my wall we need to stop idolizing politicians <clears throat> period yeah yeah, yeah. 
I mean, Biden was bangable when he was in his 20s. That doesn't mean I want him on the wall. Absolutely he was. (laughs) Oh, yes. Handsome. Handsome. Absolutely. He was. He really was. And I'm not not mad about John down in Georgia either. Like, there are some handsome people. Oh, God, John. I don't need photos of them Mm. on my wall. No, no, I don't. Yeah. Unless we're we're throwing darts at Marjorie Taylor Greene. I'm I'm good with that. All day long. (laughs) I'm in Colorado, Does it have to be dark? and on the other side of the mountain is Bobert country. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, Bobert needs yeah. the axe throwing that, like, we need Bobert bigger. needs diapers because she gives people diarrhea. <laughs> um, we, we don't talk about that story enough. Oh my god! Was it um, uh, you Wait, guys? Do you not know this? That? I'm not. What happened? I need to hear. So she she owns owned this restaurant called Shooter's okay, yeah. Grill, where mm-hmm. everyone wore guns. Even an underage right. kid that she got in trouble for. But she catered some like rodeo event and her pulled pork gave everyone diarrhea. Of course it did. So like you go <laughs> for it, Katie. You go for it. Jumping baby. Like, wow. That seems yeah. that seems to, to track. I think that tracks. It really does. Yeah. I mean, Marjorie she, Taylor Green gives she, me diarrhea just looking at her. So I Oh mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have lots to say uh, offline about that. Uh, I've got uh, Canada. Uh, Who's the guy yeah. up in Canada? Trudeau. What's his name? Trudeau. Uh, Trudeau. Trudeau. Yeah, I would totally oh, yeah. have that man's baby. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Same. Same. I need to feed him something, though. He's a little skinny. Explain, okay, better. speaking of politicians that are sexualized, can people please stop taking Putin's shirt off and putting him on a fucking horse? It grosses me out so much. Oh, my God. I don't get it. It's so weird. Like there are literally conservative creators on here that like, I want to marry him. I'm like, why? Like, why? Why? He's gross. Like, I don't even understand. It it's an indoctrination. It really is. They don't really have much to choose from either. I mean, no, no, they really don't. They they just really don't. I mean, you could go for you know the cruise. Oh God! Did you see him not even be able to recite the flag? The flag. Yes. The, what yeah. Is the, yeah. The, the, what is that? Pledge of Allegiance. A Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah. Oh, of course. He's a hot mess. He's a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, that's. We, I think that's. A- we should. Speaking. Of, so I I wanted to bring this up when we were talking about um coming tokenism coming out. I guess you you could call it. What do yes, you two token. think about this? the um, NFL player who just came out. Um, There's not a whole lot of information on him yet. I do know that as my husband is a lifelong Raiders fan, um, Mark Davis is extremely problematic. Um, uh, What what are your, we'll start with Petty. What are your thoughts on, on um, this new uh, out NFL player? Muscle nursing. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, you said, oh, sorry. I was like, you said, said Petty. She called you Petty. House of Petty. House petty. of Petty. Oh, Petty. You've been saying Petty. I thought you've been saying Petty this whole time. Like, Petty. Like, you're like, sitting here reading it. Like, is she talking to somebody over there? Because you're so fucking tired. You're saying Petty. Okay. All right. I got you. Now, now we're on the same path. <laughs> what do I think of it? I, I don't think it's yeah. that big of a story. It's, it's not that fucking big of a deal. Yeah. Like, it just, it yeah. just really isn't. Like, um, it it shouldn't be, but it's gonna be. Like you know, what's yeah, gonna right. be. You know, the 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 especially like we were less polarized. You know, 
when Trump came into office, like before then, things have started to you know, kind of settle down. We just got gay marriage. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. a big thing. And then Trump came in and he needed all of his little red meat and sacrificial lambs to throw to his little, you know, followers. And just it escalated higher and higher. And it shouldn't be a problem. Really shouldn't. Right. But I think, right. um, I think it might be. You know what I mean? I, I do. I do. I guarantee you they're going to there's going to be on the like the, the straight side. Well, they're going to be testing him for HIV like that. That I guarantee that's what's going to happen. Like I get they, that's what yeah. they did with the other football player. Um, what was yeah. that? What was that other? Football well, player he didn't thing? even yeah. he didn't even get like there are rumors that you see he was drafted, but he never made it to play. He never made it on an actual roster. And a lot of people brought this up when I um when I mentioned it on my TikTok. Um, that oh I thought um, I can't remember his name um, I thought he was the first player and I said no like he wasn't actually he was drafted but he didn't never actually made it onto a Play. team and there are rumors was that <coughs> that was because he was gay um, you know Al- Mark Davis is notoriously I mean he is from the Bay Area but like. He has straight up when he made comments about BLM, he straight and people said, hey, you can't you can't say this. You're being racist. He just said, no, this is how I feel. And this is wait a minute. Mark Davis is the football player. Yeah, no, No, Mark Davis owns the Raiders. Owns the Raiders. I was going to say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought the gay guy did it. I thought the gay guy did it. No, 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 no. Well, so sorry. So uh, Mark Davis. Davis is Al Davis's son, and he was like this you know, Hall of Fame uh, football owner of the Raiders. Oh, okay, see. And um, oh, he like changed the game, whatever. We don't need to talk about it on this. So he inherited it from his dad, and this guy. You gotta oh, see well, his haircut. I gotta, I gotta show you a picture. That's He's such a weirdo. See, I don't follow uh, yeah, sports. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't either. I, like, I, I like when you said Mark Davis, I was like, at first I thought it was a football player. And I'm so, like, I don't follow sports. So like I, <laughs> I, I, I TikTok and like I cook and um, watch. Yeah, I'm a big football girl, but I don't know the Raiders, but I am a big football. I, I'm a Patriots fan. I did go to Raiders Sadly. football camp when I was younger, like Pop Warner, like P, uh, what was, is it Pop Warner? Like Pop Warner football. Um, I did do that. I, I used I, to go I, to football games a lot in college because it was fun. You drank. Yeah, but it was the camaraderie. It wasn't actually the game. No, I love, I like socially, I love going to games. It's fun to hang out with people, like do whatever. Couldn't, I will never watch it on TV. I don't care. Oh, that is horrific. He has had his hair cut for decades. I'm getting Brianna a tarp. I'm getting Brianna a tarp. Oh my God. What? Yes. It does. Brianna a tarp. It does. You know who I'm talking about? Rihanna Tart is fucking hot as shit in real life, though. I'm just going to put it. Yeah. You are correct. Just a really bad, like, if you order her from Wish. If you order her from Wish. Yes, the Wish.com version of Brianna of Tarth. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. (laughs) Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I mean, that's like like Wish Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's another problematic one. Um, I know. She has become problematic. I have been quiet about her this entire time, and I will stay that way. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. Stay so, quiet. so initially what his comments were, but burning your burning your brother's house down is ultimately not the answer. Not only do we have to tell people there's something wrong, we have to come up with solutions. That is not the challenge in front of us, not only as Americans, <coughs> but human beings. So he basically went off and said that, like, 
they shouldn't be rioting over George Floyd. It's, it's, and people call them out on that. And and then when so when them. this guy came out, his I mean, he he basically just dismissed it during the the announcement. So the, the owner of this guy's football team is not supporting him outwardly on Twitter. Like not. it's gonna be it's gonna be an issue for sure. Well, it's 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 this constant thing about they keep it's they sad. keep bringing up the Black Lives Matter movement um, because there was there was opposite players. That's why they always say Antifa was involved in January sixth because you know their asses were in the Black Lives uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Like it, if if they cannot fathom that if they mm-hmm. did something that the other side wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Yes, a hundred percent. Do you see what it's I'm projection. saying? Like, if, yes. it, it, exactly. It's always projection on their side. Yes. And I just they're I like they did them. pose as BLMers to cause aggravation. Yeah, I mean, exactly. there's proof of it. So they're like, and well, they had to have been there too. And it doesn't matter what political side you're on, okay? I'm talking about political ideologies, mindsets. The political ideology and mindset of um of Tulsa. Uh, do you remember Tulsa massacre? Yeah. That is their mindset. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you bring up Black Lives Matter, you I, I like to remind them, I'm sorry, but your political ideology is what caused Tulsa. Uh-huh. The last time I checked, that was a fucking massacre. Okay. Uh-huh. This person lost a target. That was a massacre. So weaponized white tears. The, you know, right. sit all the way the fuck down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like seriously. I'm so tired of them using that movement. So tired of it. I know. Yeah. Sorry, I went off on a yeah. rant there. No, that's, that's all right. I'm over it too. I'm so tired of the comparison every day. I, I literally, I just glanced at a post earlier and they're like, oh, but you were okay with burning down cities. I'm like, they didn't burn the cities. The no. cities are still fucking there. I promise you. Right. They're still there. Right. Okay. That's how the gay community got fucking hurt. Okay. Bring it back to the gays. That's how we got hurt. Right. We marched our right. asses into fucking Catholic churches and laid down and we did diets. That's how we got hurt right. because nobody would listen to us. Yep. There are documented yeah. evidence of press conferences saying, are you going to do anything about this? Are you going to do anything about it? And Reagan stayed fucking silent. Okay. Yeah. So if you've been silent and silent over and over and over again, you're, yeah, you're complacent. Sometimes yep. it's the only exactly. thing that makes a change. Exactly. Yeah. So. I always well, do a comparison. I... Like, oh, go ahead. Three. No, I'm just wrapping everything up. So if you want yeah, to keep going, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> um, I know all of us could keep talking about this forever <laughs> and ever, but um, we are at one thirty. So, um. I just have one more question for both of you. Um, just as far as like, what what do you guys envision for, you know, what you'd like to see Pride and Pride Month looking like next year? Jamie, can you go first? Ooh. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. I was not prepared for this. Um, <laughs> I... I don't Let's pretend know. COVID doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't know. Like I I never really in New York, like I never took part in Pride celebrations because it was mm-hmm. always way too hot. And like I would just get high with my friends and watch Judy Garland clips. Like legit. Okay. That was like that's you know, hooray. 
So other other cities, like Denver has a great pride. It's very chill. Minneapolis was great. Like I like pride in other cities that's a little bit more manageable. Yeah. But I think like And not even just the parade, like yeah. just I don't, as I don't, far as like I like want, the movement. I want, the I movement. Want people, <clears throat> I want people to use their heads a little bit more. You know, right. and not yeah. I clearly rainbow washing is a big deal. And like, yes, gays, we love the exposure, cores light, <laughs> rainbow cans, whatever. But like yeah. I it we need it to be a little bit more meaningful. Yeah. You know, yeah. and not just like, hey, I have some rainbow converse. Right. Right. I got a rainbow watch face on my apple. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. meaningful. We need to remember the roots of it. Right. And yeah, I think yeah. that's what is lacking. Yeah. Everybody needs to go that's watch true. the FX mm -hmm. Pride. Somebody, somebody, somebody came for me online, <coughs> shocker, and they were like, oh, you're just, you're not talking about this because it's just like a celebration and a holiday. And I was like, Pride is no one's holiday. What are you talking right. about? Like, it started as a riot. Right. Exactly. And right. People more people need to, need to remember that. that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And gays also, we all need to do better too. Yeah. Yes, yes the baby gays yeah. need to start doing some history research. That's mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. recommendation. And I think I think yeah. that's the weirdest thing about like being a white gay man. And you you kind of spoke on it a little bit, but it's like it is a weird thing to have white privilege, but also be a minority and be mm -hmm. an oppressed mm -hmm. group. It is a weird exactly. line that you ride. It is a so you have to be present in that and use mm -hmm. that privilege. Yeah, right. and it, it's a in weird, a positive way. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird, and I yeah. think that's why I'm vocal online. I think that's it. Yeah, because I have totally. white privilege. I come from a place of privilege, but I'm also in an, an in a oppressed group. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So you got to be loud. Exactly. You got to do your work. Exactly. Right. Um, I you know what one Go of ahead. the biggest things about about pride that I think we need to bring back like really really badly, um, because we've got it stuck in a fucking museum somewhere. We need to bring back the AIDS blanket. Yeah. Yes. We need to bring it back. The quilt. Um, Absolutely. Because I think I think that that like symbolism works really well. Like, symbolism works really well in in remembering. I mean, that's how our like going all the way back until um, there wasn't any white people. Okay. That we we got our history through pictures. Okay, and symbolism. Um, mm -hmm. And the rainbow. Listen, I am. I don't. Everybody says rainbow washing. I'm cool with it. We mm -hmm. fucking fought to be able to have rainbows everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, you know, guys walking down in a jockstrap and a pair of heels down the street. Yeah, I'm cool with it because I'm not part of your culture. Okay. I'm not. The gay culture is specific. It is uh -huh. not part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So no. If, you, if you're a gay person, you're speaking, of, speaking out against it. Why are you here? First of all, shut all the way the fuck up. Because the majority of us like it. Okay? Yeah. So have your own yeah. opinion. But pick the me. majority, pick me guys. we're cool with it. Okay? They're, you're pick me's. You don't have a voice. Okay? Because the majority of us, that, that's how it works in America. It's called a vote. You're louder. Okay? We voted, I'm wearing a jock strap and six inch heel. And if you don't like it, go home. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but I'm cool with it. I think that we need to bring back. I we definitely bring back the AIDS memorial. <laughs> I want it that that to yeah. start on 
start in New York at Stonewall, and I want it marched yep. across this fucking country in a week. And I think we and, and Gabe, yeah. Gabe can get shit done. Yeah. Okay, we can. Do you do you ever um, go to Toronto during Pride? I have. It's wonderful. Like normally, mm-hmm. I'm in Toronto. You know, right now, right. like Pride is going on for work. In that entire city, I've never seen a city like it. The entire city is covered with rainbows, and it's it's oh, that to me that's different than rainbow washing. But like right. you go to, you go to Toronto during Pride, and it's everywhere you look. The whole city, every building is covered with it, and it is the most San Francisco's like that too. Like it makes me so happy to see yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like, exactly. you know, even here in Denver, like the rainbows are starting to pop up and people are being more open. Um, but it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see it. But I think that also, I don't like, I love the, the rainbow washing. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool. I mean, we fought to mm-hmm. have that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We did. But I kind of want um, like the movies, uh, movies that are really important that talk about our lives um, to be played on national mm-hmm. TV. You know what I mean? Like, I want that kind of like, you know, how when you know Christmas is coming around, when all of a sudden, you know, you start seeing those old movies. Well, I want to know Pride. I want people to know Pride's coming around. We're we're watching the Matthew Shepard story. Okay. We're watching Burning. You know, Paris, we're watching Milk. You know, we're watching those things. We know a week ahead Mm -hmm. of time. So you can mentally prepare to give it reverence. Okay. Right now, we just throw ourselves into the month and we don't realize what happened. No, you need content to get you there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There was a really powerful scene in um, the FX Pride documentary, um, and they played the Paris is Burning um, clip where the drag queens are all putting their makeup on, and it's like just, it's very solemn, and you can hear the sirens in the background. And they're like thinking, like, Am I going to be arrested? Is this going to be a raid? What's happening? And they all just kind of, they get so super silent and they just keep putting their makeup on and it's like stuff like that people, people see, just don't um, understand that there is a there's a play called indecent do y'all know of it Mm-mm. it's absolutely beautiful and they did like a professionally shot recording of the show that you can stream mm-hmm. highly recommend it um it was it's i'm not even going to tell you what it is about go in watch it on tv indecent in okay. the theater, it's one of the most perfect things I've ever seen, and it's beautiful and devastating. Um, yeah. But go go watch it. Go find it and okay. watch it. I'm going to write that down. It's terrific. Indecent. Indecent. Like Indecent. Friday. Indecent. Friday. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful well everyone thank you so much for joining us and thank you to both of you for giving us almost two hours of your time um, <laughs> I love you both very much so so fun. very thankful that you came on yes. the show thank you for uh, I actually like this I is so fun you're welcome I always love chatting and like it's wild because like doing podcasts like I really just find myself listening a whole lot more because yeah. I talk, I talk so much for my job. Yeah. It's like sometimes I just like to shut up and listen. Yeah. So like I think Absolutely. this was a good, this was a good learning, like two hours. Mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, um, you guys. Thank well, you so much. Yeah. yeah. Happy Pride, everybody. Um, continue to Happy be mindful Pride. about what you put your rainbows on and <laughs> and who you're yeah, giving exactly. your money to yeah. and who you're giving yes, your yes. likes and follows to. Oh, my God. Do not give um, it to Chick-fil-A. 
Yeah. You can't do I, that I, anymore, no, I found kids. It, no, I found it even more. I found it like, so before like, okay, gay marriage, whatever you want to fight them. Wow, yada, yada, yada. I still, delicious. Yeah. Okay, okay. They were delicious. I love them. Whatever. But then I found out that they're still doing it and mm-hmm. increasing it and persisting. Fuck you. You're not, no. Yep. No. Yep. You know, not even, not even yeah. the hankering. You know what I mean? Nah. No, it's not even worth it. There's that. better yeah. chicken yeah. sandwiches out there, people. They yeah. just marinated in pickle juice. That's yeah. it. Well, the and I sat outside sandwich. of a Target waiting for a, a Target, like, uh, curbside pickup and it's right across the street God, from the Chick-fil-A that we have in Reno. Um, these people are waiting in line mm-hmm. for like 45 minutes yeah. to get Chick-fil-A <clears throat> in the drive-thru. Like it, the line is longer than in and out. Like we, we have a, we have a restaurant here called bird call and it's a much better version of Chick-fil-A. It's open seven days. Popeyes, a week, that's what you. I was thinking. Someone wrote Popeyes. And they, they have, Pride stuff all year at this restaurant. Like it's not just Ooh. June. Like they sell like a rainbow chicken shirt, and it's so good. Nice. So, I saw one. They're <coughs> great. That's a nice. It's a rainbow pie. chicken. I wear a rainbow cock. It, it's a rainbow cock exactly. <laughs> That's a good note to I end on. Rainbow cock. Yeah. Jamie Message plugs the rainbow up. cock, and we and will see, see you next da, 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 week. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody oh, God, thank, thank you, you all for joining we love Bye, you very much Bye. have a wonderful evening oh.